You are now listening to the Geeky Natural Mom podcast, a podcast of encouragement, awareness, and motivation, and where positivity is the best policy with your host, Yasmin Nicole. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are doing great. As you all know, we start the show off with gratitude. So thank you so much for your love and support as always. And even take a moment for yourself before listening to this episode or this podcast to give gratitude. Okay, I gave you a minute. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're back. And today I wanted to talk about something that I always wanted to talk about and I'm excited about this episode I'm pro- this is probably like the most I would say transparent raw truth all my stuff is raw truth right but I feel like this is going to be like the most um transparent and really getting to know like you know different sides of you know my my family dynamic and things like that so I'm really really excited for this episode um today we're going to talk about Maya's story and um you know her journey through autism and things like that and then she's going to tell you're going to hear from my perspective but you're also going to hear from her perspective she agreed to do and um this episode with me so the first part is going to be me telling my perspective and then the next part is going to be her so I don't know it depends on how much she tells it might be shorter it might be longer I don't know um this is her thoughts and how she's feeling and what she goes through so I'm just excited. I'm excited that she agreed to do this. And she's excited that I'm doing this podcast. She tells all her friends, my mom has a podcast. And she's great. She always tells me that. And um, I- I'm just excited. I'm just ex- I'm-, I'm really, really excited. Okay. <laughs> so Maya was diagnosed about, sheesh, it's been two years already. It'll be almost two years in December. Um, she got a late diagnosis, so, um, it's crazy because, like, the aspects of the diagnosis are, like, very different because Maya has a late diagnosis, um, and I'll get to why in a second, and the boys have, like, a, a earlier, um, a earlier one, so, like, an earlier diagnosis, so, as I, I think I spoke about this in the episode before, about how Maya was with family members for a while, and, you know, I was kind of just, like, wild and out there at the time, and around this time, my mom passed away, and, like, I was just, like, I was just out of my mind. Like, I'm just gonna keep it to being out of my mind, like, I was just a totally different person 10 years ago than I am now and like really really going through like a whole like 
I don't know how I would say this. Probably like a term like uh what's the word? What do, what do y'all call it? Uh turmoil. It's a T word, but it's not turmoil. Uh tribulations tribulations i think that's the word tribulations and but long story short um yeah she was with uh family members for a a year so like i missed up like majority of her life while i was getting myself together and yes i got myself together for her and you know being in this transition and where i am now but i had to get together for myself because I felt like I lost myself, especially when I was a teenager. As a teenager, you're trying to figure out who you are as a person. And I felt like I needed to be like these types of people, you know, just different types of people just to be myself. And like now at 31, I'm finally getting to be myself and be comfortable with myself. And I, and I talk to Maya about this all the time about being comfortable with yourself. And I literally had this conversation with her yesterday about, you know, growth doesn't stop when you get older, growth keeps going as you age. So, uh, I try to like, keep, I I try to keep our relationship very open into the sense that I tell her a lot and I'm very blunt with my, um, my delivery and I'm learning to not be as blunt because of respect of her feelings. Cause like she'll come off like, like I'm like, it scares her and I don't, it's not intentionally that I'm scaring her or nothing like that. It's just that I'm I speak very strongly and I and people think I'm being like argumentative what I talk or you know I'm I'm being a certain way when it's just how I talk and how I explain things I'm very like broad and blunt with how I explain things and and I told her that you know me doing this is you know I don't I don't want it to be like I'm sugarcoating things because it's not me sugarcoating things I never want to sugarcoat things for her like I want my relationship with her to be different than my relationship with my mother because I wasn't able to really talk to her about the big things like my mom and I was very close and but we weren't really like like if I wanted to talk about her talk to her about something important I couldn't really go to her and say hey this is what I'm dealing with this is what I'm feeling and I feel like um a lot of like people my age can probably um understand that because like you know the parents of that generation it's harder to kind of like open up to your kids and also like if there's like a mental health issue like you, you can't really deal with it and I understand from like both perspectives like dealing with mental illness myself and my mom finding out my mom kind of had the same mental illness but you would have never known that she um had that because like she was so strong and you know she you know she took care you know she took care of um myself and my brothers and you know she did you know what she thought was best and 
I try not to fault her, um, like fault, you know, her, her intentions because like back then it was a different time and now it's like totally different, you know, parenting, like a millennial parent, whatever you call that, like a millennial parent. But, uh, yeah, so I want to be you're going to hear me say the word transparent a lot probably in this episode but I want to be transparent and I want to be as open as possible talking about different things um being able to express myself when I'm feeling a certain way if and if I if she does something that I don't like and I say hey I'm frustrated like my mother never really did that with me but like I'll be frustrated and I'll be angry and instead of just like not really saying anything and just showing the emotion i'm showing the emotion and and saying why i feel this because it's important that it shouldn't be a negative reaction when you're dealing with emotions because we deal with emotions how we deal with them you know but we have to express that with our children because they're going to think like oh i'm just going to hold this in and maya is very guilty of holding things in and not really saying much so it really um it's really hard to kind of like understand and i can be honest and say like i feel like i don't know her and i mean that in a sense where that you know she she's been here probably for about two and a half three years now and i'm still trying to figure out who she is so now i'm trying to figure out who she is and also her perspective you know being on the spectrum has been very difficult and you know she kind of shelters herself a lot and she um pushes me away a lot and I honestly can't really tell you why she does it I mean she can probably say why but from what I'm thinking is I don't maybe it's just like the the you know she dealt with trauma the trauma that she went through or you know you know it might be from an autism standpoint I'm not really sure so my job as her mother is to understand where she's coming from and kind of take my emotions out of it and that's how I've been kind of like doing my parenting as far as like getting to know her and learning about autism together because again she has a late diagnosis from my understanding she was diagnosed but I didn't really get a lot of information they she was diagnosed with Asperger's so I didn't really get a lot of information when um she came back into my care so I had to do everything myself figure out like how to see if she's diagnosed how you know what to do afterwards and stuff like that so the first thing I did was talk to her school so she got diagnosed by a school psych at her previous school a school psychologist and they diagnosed her with mild autism spectrum disorder so now um we have a diagnosis and 
trying to find out services and still me trying to figure all this out and i'm still figuring it out and after she got the diagnosis she she felt like she was kind of conflicted with herself she kind of lost confidence in herself because she thought that you know having autism is a burden and i tell her all the time that you having autism is not a burden look at all and i show her people that are on the spectrum that are doing amazing things and i tell her all the time you can do whatever you want to do and i always support you but she has to make that change within herself to really push the narrative of you know changing her behaviors because man i her because now she's getting at that like that teenager stage and like the, the puberty she's in pu- you know she she's got her uh her menses and puberty and all this other stuff and it's just like oh i'll be ready to just like go off because it's just it's just too much it's just too much you know but i gotta realize like i went through this too so i i don't be too hard on her but the thing that i want to work on for for myself is not to get it's not to overthink and not be overly frustrated so i talk things out try to talk things out and find i'm finding ways what makes her comfortable so she's comfortable talking to me and sharing things with me and actually building a bond because no matter much no matter how much we are alike in certain ways we're different like we're just different we're two different people so she's learning more about me i'm learning more about her and i explain you know how i am as a person and I, I tell her like what's going on in my daily life i mean nothing much really goes on in my daily life you know i'm a mom and i'm a college student and stuff like that and all that stuff like i told her what's going on with that and um how i react to things and how i um just how like just how i am as a person and how i'm growing as a person and sometimes i'll let her listen to um like listen to the podcast um a thing she just recently started doing is giving me morning hugs like she'll just like say good morning and give me a hug so like that's something that's helping our bond um we're gonna start doing a meditation and yoga together because i like we we do it separately but we're gonna start doing it together as like a family unit um i don't know if the boys are gonna participate but um that's like something for her and I to have together and I also you know want to do more like outings with just me and her and it's harder because we don't really have like people that are consistent and reliable to like watch my sons while I do that so like I I do feel like she doesn't get enough attention as much as you know the boys do because the boys are younger but i do want to travel with her i do want to do things with her and we do movie night every friday um we watch sometimes we watch movies sometimes we watch like some of our favorite shows like the mad singer dancing with the stars like we will watch them together have snacks or whatever 
um and we like usually just have like a sleepover with like me and the kids like i have like a king size bed so all the kids like um sleep in my bed and we just like it just kind of have like a sleepover and um but i want to do more mother daughter things but if i can find you know if if more people were if we had more reliability and consistency in our daily life it would be easier to do more of those things you know because i really want to do that like i i cherish my um my mother daughter time with my mom and it was basically like me and my mom like in a household anyway my old my brothers are like way older than me and um my grandmom as well my, my grandma was living in the um it was just me my grandma and my mom but um i had more of a bond with my mother than my grandmother so like we do a lot of things together and she always asks questions about her grandmother because her grandmother um she passed away when uh, Maya was like one years old so she she kind of remembers her then she kind of doesn't but she always asks questions about um about her grandmother what was she like and you know and stuff like that and and I and I try not to like I kind of tell like both sides of it like the pros and cons of like um my mother not as far as like a negative aspect but just to show that you know how things were different when I was a kid so she understands that part so um so yeah after I feel like I'm like going on a tangent but like after she got the diagnosis um we started um going into behavioral health and um we recently got wraparound services for her so um and that's part of uh ABA and things like that so she has a behavioral behavioral specialist consultant so basically she he or she is like the head it's going to be a she it's going to be a she so she is the the main person that um you know spends time with maya she'll be in the home and also at the school but she's like the main person that you know looks over the tss which was um therapeutic support system tss and then you also have the mt which is the mobile therapist so the therapist comes to um the home and you know work as a a family unit to you know things that would be better and stuff like that so um we just we literally just got those services and uh i'm excited i think that's gonna help a lot with Maya especially like with her anger and um like she can be like lazy and just want to do things her way and like not kind of like Maya's not consistent so I'm uh, I even though I give her advice and I show her things she'll do it and then like go back to the same routine so I'm trying to show her ways to be consistent and try to help. And, you know, with this uh, BSC, it's going to be a little bit easier on me and, and me, you know, learning myself to, you know, because even like just being a regular parent, it's you don't come with a handbook. So when your children are on a spectrum or have any other um, disability, uh, 
it's a little harder. Like, because it doesn't come with a handbook. You're on your own trying to find things out and get resources and stuff like that. And so I feel like with the BFC, it's going to, again, help out a lot for myself and her. And later on, we'll get the TSS and the uh, MT. And I'm going to do an episode about, like, the different services for people with autism so stay tuned for that coming very soon because I get a lot of questions about that and you also can go back to my um episode about you know when your child gets diagnosed what do you do so now like because it's like now I know like the different avenues not like I'm a genius or like I'm advanced so this is lots of I still don't know but it's different avenues from like the diagnosis and things so um i'm happy about that and she's been seeing her guidance counselor that's been very helpful and he also have um like social skills that's part of her iep you know with you know at her school so she she does that like weekly as well and um my apologies if you hear stuff in the background like i'm sorry you know i do it's just noisy where i am at times and i'll try to edit it out as much as possible and i do i am a mom with kids so they might run in and out unless i'm recording on a day when they're not here so i just want to apologize like briefly apologize about that so and i'm working off like we're also myself and maya are working on things that you know like activities that she can do you know for herself like if she wants to do girl scouts we talked about girl scouts we talked um she wants to do the dance team at her school so we're going to try that out um and she loves legos so i have an idea of like things to do with legos like maya is a very very creative person she's very um like literal about everything she's very literal she's very witty and she's very uh very intelligent very 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 intelligent like she can do like she can do anything whatever she wants to do she can do it that's how much i believe in her like she loves to cook she loves to make jewelry she loves um like making clothes like Maya can do so much she can do whatever she wants she always changes um what she wants to be when she grows up like she wanted to be a chef she wanted to be a fashion designer um she wanted to be a writer Maya is like the best at making stories not so much like kind of telling the story so that kind of help got like help her tell the story because like she'll forget something and get overwhelmed so I try to like okay take your time and you know start from the beginning but she's good at writing the stories like her the stories that she showed me are amazing and I'm not just saying this because you know she's my kid but like she's good at writing she loves to write so and that's how I was when I was younger I love to write like little stories and stuff like that so um just her really tapping into her creative potential is really 
interesting and amazing to watch because like she can go far doing anything because that's how much she like I try I don't want to push her but like try to you know get into her talents and things you know trying new things and, and stuff like that so um I'm definitely going to um be doing more um things that kind of help with her creativity and also um like when she says she's bored she says that a lot I'm bored I'm bored like she has to her sensory she has to stay somewhat entertained so this is where the tv comes in like she'll sit out for hours and watch television just forget that we here <laughs> so I'm like I'm really now that it's more like a, a stable sense as far as like resources and um my other children are in school now and they're kind of like start we're starting to have that dynamic as a family as far as like the kids like siblings like them being siblings they understand that part like this is my brother this is my sister like so they starting to play more and stuff like that so now we can start having a um routine and have like different things as a family which i'm excited to do and i have so many ideas and one of the ideas i'm going to make like i call my children my minions so i'm doing a minion goal chart and i'm going to start writing goals and maya is going to start telling me her goals of what she wants to do during the week and then you know when she accomplishes a goal she'll get some type of prize or she can pick something or something like that so um i'm going to make the chart actually today um while after i record this and i'm going to hang it up and i'm going and we're, we're going to just go from there and see how that works but i also want to say to parents like me just saying that like having an actual routine and a dynamic as a family like with kids on the spectrum like it's, it's not going to happen overnight like it takes time it takes patience it takes reassurance it's repetitive you have to keep doing it you have to like you know do things like that it's not going to happen overnight okay and um really take the time to see this see things from your children's perspective or um whoever's perspective to really learn them and you know what triggers them and and stuff like that because that's that will, is what helps too and um and do i always say this always do what works for you and your family so i i hope you know you you guys get that and understand that because that's very important especially like if you're finding out um your loved one has autism that's very important so um i'm happy that maya and i are at a place now where we're starting to understand each other we're starting to um open up more um starting to really uh see like see the progress because in the beginning it was uh, just rocky now just like um it's still difficult but not as rocky as it was in the beginning and now like i said with the resources coming in it's going to be much better and i'm 
I'm excited for what's to come. I am excited what Maya is um, going to share. I'm excited for what Maya will bring to the world. I'm just excited. I'm just excited. Um, and another thing that I also want to mention is that's very important. Always speak highly of your children. I, I, I don't care. I, I'm going to always speak highly because I, I notice that some parents don't and not because they don't want to or they, you know, you know, people do stuff differently. But I try to speak highly of my of highly of Maya as possible because that energy resonates to her. And then she has that confidence to, you know, go forward and move forward, you know, as a person. And um, I always try to show her, you know, like kind of ways like when she gets out into the real world. And I um, watched a video on YouTube today about a mother saying that. The world may not acknowledge a, a person with autism. You know, we can keep them in this. Basically what she was saying that you can keep, you know, and keep them in their world. But at some point, they're going to have to go out in the real world and be in the real world. And the world is not going to acknowledge your child with autism. And which is unfortunate and she does go through bullying so it's very hard for her and i and i'm doing the best i can to help and inform and you know reiterate things for her so she knows that regardless of what the world thinks or how the world perceives um people with disabilities that you're going to be okay and it's you're going to be just fine and you're going to be the best you as possible. So I hope you enjoyed my story. I hope you like my my version, my perspective of um, this episode. So coming up in a few, we are going to have Maya come in and tell her story. And I'm excited. Like, I wish you could see my face. Like, I am so giddy. So Maya's going to come in and tell her story to you guys. And I hope you enjoy Peace and love. Hi, my name is Maya Jones, and I'm 11 years old, and Here's my story. I have a few questions to read. The first one is, how do you feel when you're, you found out you had autism? Well, exactly. I didn't feel any pain or nothing, but it was okay. I was chilled. The second question is, what are your strengths for autism? Mine are basically myself because I'm good at a lot of things. One of them are writing because I'm a good writer. 
The other one is, I don't care what other people say because I'm just chilled about it. The third question is, what do you don't like about autism? When you get judged for who you are. That's the one thing I hate about him. Autism. When people judge the way you are and don't understand your personal needs. The fourth question is, what would you tell other people that you had autism? Well, I did tell this one person that I had autism she didn't believe me and I got upset. And I should say for number three that that's one thing I don't like when people don't believe you when you when you say you don't have autism. But that's number three. But I would like to tell people I have autism so they understand who I am. The fifth question is, what would you tell people who don't understand autism? Um, well, I would tell them that autism is a great thing to have. Because you don't have to be perfect or nothing like that. Or be like those other children, basically. You get to be your own person. That's what I think. Sixth question. Um, What do you do when you feel overwhelmed? I either write my stories or read my favorite comics or be on my phone and look at something funny. Or draw a picture. Um, For number seven, favorite hobbies. Writing, drawing, mm, being funny, and it was another one. What was it? I can't remember what my other one was. That's okay. For number eight, what, what, what's the best thing about your mom? She's sweet, she's kind, full of great gratitude, and the most understanding person ever. And she's her own person in her own way. And for number nine, what's the best things 
about your siblings? Well, my brother Austin, who's two years old, he's a great poser for when he has his his time or whatnot. And he's really funny. And he loves to pinch people, which is okay, but not okay. Thomas, he is the best because he will always hug you and love you as well. And the last question is Well, there isn't anything really. But I know I messed up on this really bad, but I hope you understand what I'm going through. It's not the best as well. And I guess that's it. Thank you for your time and hearing my story. Have a lovely Sunday. Au revoir. Thank you for tuning in today. If you like what you hear and want to support this podcast, please click the link in the show notes. Also follow us on social media. This podcast was created and produced by Yasmin Nicole of Geeky Natural Mom Media and also distributed in sponsorship with Anchor. And for next time, shine your light.